why can't you have that experience, guys? There's no reason why you can't. You just got to be connected with the right people to get the right information so that you're not paying more than what you should. You're not having ugly experiences and you are truly, truly walking away feeling like your cup is filled. Not just that, guys. What did Marissa say? Her babies, no, they're not babies, but her babies experience this. So now there's a new level in their household. Now the bar is higher in their household and it's going to continue to be raised because this is the type of information that, that can't give you the possibility to do that. So here's the real mystery. How do regular folks like you and me, who have families and real lives, who have careers and regular nine to fives, really fare in the personal finance game? Why are some hugely successful while others fail miserably time and time again? Those are the glaring questions, and this podcast will give you the answers. This is Empower You Financial with Eva Palacios. All right, and welcome to another episode of Empower You Financial with Eva Palacios. My name is Charles McGill. I'm your host. So excited to be talking to you guys today. But before we get started, I got to make sure the credit boss, aka credit coach, is in the building. It's Eva Palacios. Are you in the house? What's up? I'm here. What's up, Eva? Hey, how are you? I'm good. A little different background, I see. <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to do this in my office. <laughs> okay. All right. So, so you're not in the office. Where are you at? not in the office um i'm actually in san diego right now nice nice awesome yeah. in, a, in a nice a very nice hotel room and very uh, nice following my social media you would see it on my story is how nice and fancy this hotel room is <laughs> oh okay all right cool so being fancy in san diego huh yes how's the weather oh it's beautiful it's it's <laughs> well it's beautiful for me because it's like 75 78 mm. which i know back home is like a hundred yeah exactly that part <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a nice breeze. It's like super beachy and nice. I like it. That's cool. That's awesome. Well, uh, we just came back from uh from being in Atlanta. That's uh, right. That yeah. part was really hot and humid. Yeah, it was. But thank God we were inside the whole time. <laughs> so we were at a conference, uh, conference for entrepreneurs and um had a really amazing time. Um Man, it's been it's been a game changer because lately I've been bringing Jossie to everything I've been doing, yes. um, like all the, you know, different just everything that I've been doing in terms of when I travel. She comes with me now. Um, and that's been a huge difference in terms of uh, mm. I think like just just getting her to really see why I'm so excited all the time, uh, <laughs> why I'm so motivated to, you know, be an entrepreneur and, you know, do everything I can. Um it, so anyway, so that just a little 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 hint for those married couples out there. Um, Let's go. You, Let's talk about yeah. the married couples. We're not yeah. married couples, but you know those just, are relationships. Yeah, relationships or partners or whatever. Like if if the other person's not getting it, I'm not saying that they that they are going to get. I don't know, but what could help potentially is if you include them, if you actually bring them to the yes. thing, um, because then they have their own experience. And mm -hmm. I can tell you, you know, she's just been like. Wow, you 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 were you were telling me, and I would even tell her. I said, I can't. I'm gonna describe it, but I can't really. You can't really know until you get there. Right. And now she's just like on a high, like wow, like this is wow. I'm like, yeah, let's go. Now, 
Charles, you did put me on the list for the next time you go to these things. Like you need to be inviting me so that I can go to a hundred percent. You're on the list. Yeah. Our, our September. No, no, we're not. We could, you were on the list for September, but we had a conflict. Oh, oh that's right. Yeah. So many people 120. Yeah. So there's going to be something in actually. So it, they announced it this time that there'll be something in, in January that you can definitely attend. Yeah. Okay. We got to put it on my calendar. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's amazing. Um, it's something where we can do our own high eye stuff. Oh, y'all can high eye all the way out. <laughs> yeah, well, I had to I had to adapt up, you know, during that that time to to make sure I networked. But you know, obviously, I'm drained from that. And then um, oh, all the no. all, all the and traveling. I know this because when I was sending you a text message while we were in our group chat, and it was just me and Sandra, and like Charles was MIA, and I'm like, <laughs> Charles is probably having too much info overload. <laughs> yeah. Like, but that's okay. I'll give him space. I'll talk to him on Monday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, definitely. And then, unfortunately, we came back. Well, our boys, um, you know, we didn't take care of uh, but my mom, which is great. But unfortunately, they they woke up last night at two a.m. Um, not feeling well, throwing up pretty much everywhere. Both of them. It was one, and then ten minutes later, the other one. So we we didn't get any sleep pretty much the whole week because from the traveling and then the conference was for like, you know, eight in the morning to like nine at night or even later. So we're going to bed late all day. And then we go wake up early and then and we just kept doing that. Then we traveled. We had a whole bunch of like um, our flights kept getting canceled on our way home. Um, so we had a long travel day and then pick up the boys and then be go to sleep finally in our own beds and then wake up an hour or two later. Cause <laughs> throwing up we're just like oh my god so it's been it's been it's been a rough one but i can tell you this um i'm still super excited about life about opportunities about everything um if you ask me how i'm doing i say i'm doing amazing um (laughs) even though all these things are happening yeah so um so cool yeah so so eva man um i wanted to talk to you about something today um we talked about this a couple of times before um but it seems to be even more like, like relevant now, especially cause I, I've been driving around on like hammer lane and you know, there's all these like, uh, uh, car lots on hammer lane, these big dealerships. Right. Yeah. But one thing I noticed is that they don't have a lot of cars. <laughs> like you drive around and it's like, hold on. Is that Toyota? Like where are the cars right? at? Yeah. Have you noticed that? And then, and then you look, yeah. And then not only that, I don't know if you noticed, like on the beginning, like closer to 99, like they just built an entire CarMax. Oh, yeah. But there are no cars there either. And I'm like, how are you going to bring in another dealership and there's no cars there either? Like, what is going on right now? <laughs> yeah. So there's like a, you know, we don't, the, the car shortage, right? But, but the interesting thing, right? This is an economic, you know, um, term or economic principle, supply and demand. Right. Yep. When supply or demand is high and supply is low. What happens? Right. That's like a, a question to people who were if you, if you, you guys, you, you guys should all took economics in college. Right. Or sorry, high school. And so <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> OK, well, I did. And I remember, you know, there's, you know, when, when you have like high demand for something and little supply, there's something that happens every single time. And that is the prices go up. Right. A lot of people want it. There's not a lot of it. So we have to charge more versus when there is a the supply is high, demand is low. Then that means what? 
It's going to be on discount, right? That's what we see, you know, the discount rack. You know, you might see a whole bunch of those red shirts that didn't nobody want. (laughs) Got tons of them. (laughs) Demand is low, but it went from being $20 to now $10, $5 because they try to get rid of them joints, right? Because so anyway, what we're seeing now is that phenomenon of, you know, high demand, low supply, and we're seeing prices of of cars um, being weird. Like I um, recently, I think I got an email from someplace that said, that I could sell my um my used bins yeah. uh, for way more than almost like double the I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, who's got some extra cars lying around? Because they know? are gold right now. <laughs> exactly. I so talk talk to us about this because I mean, just from your point of view, like how how is that hitting you as as someone who's a financial coach and you know, just someone who's you know all about the money. Absolutely. And, and, and exactly what I just said, you know, if you guys have extra cars lying around, like, like really think about what you have that is worth something at the end of the day, is it a liability or is it an asset? Mm -hmm. If you've got an extra car sitting in the driveway, you're paying for auto registration, you're paying for insurance, you're paying for, you know, maintenance when it's needed. So at the end of the day, like those are all dollars. All of those dollars add up. So you really got to ask yourself, is this vehicle worth sitting in my driveway or can I make money off of it? And crazy as it may sound, but a few months ago, one of our lions, like, I'm like, uh, okay, like you want to invest in real estate. You got X amount of cars, like I, like at least five, if not more than that. And you don't drive them all. Like, look. Like, are you open? I'm never going to tell somebody sell your car, but I'm Mm. like, are you open to getting rid of one of those vehicles? Because now, because the supply is so low, people are getting offered really good money on these cars. And I'm just like, so long story short, she ended up selling her, I think it was like a 2007 or I don't remember the year, but long story short. SUV, Chevy Tahoe, completely paid off. They gave her $38,000 for this vehicle. $38,000 was sitting in her driveway. Mm. I'm like, it definitely was. It definitely wasn't 2007. But um. no, yeah, I think 2017, maybe. Anyways, the point is, she was sitting on $38,000 and didn't even know it. But because we had this conversation, because she had other goals that she wanted to achieve, this is where we got to get good. Yeah. You can work, you can work harder. You can work more, make more money, but so many people are sitting on things that they're not even using or don't even think that it's worth anything until it's time to actually do research. So long story short, she took that 38K and invested it in real estate and now is using that to fix and flip. That's going to make her even more money in the next couple of months. Wow, that's dope. And I bet you, I bet you even people listening to right now, I mean, they may or may not have even heard of this or, or know fully the current situation they're in, even in their used car. Because like I said, it was like, I, I've been hearing about the shortage, but I really know exactly how it impacted me until someone actually reached out and was like, did you know, you know, so for those of you who are listening to this, you might want to inquire, right? Cause Absolutely. Yeah, you know, what I mean? like you it might, know. you never know. Uh, okay. So with that said, um, for those people who may be in a different situation where they're like, okay, I got this used car and it ain't really working out. I need something new. I need something different. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they don't have a vehicle and they need a vehicle. 
Um, is it still a good time to buy? Like, you know, that's I know that's a cliche question, but you know, I got to ask it because that's what people be on people's mind. What would you say to someone who asked you, is it a good time to buy or should I wait or? Well, at the end of the day, again, it really just depends on the financial goals. Um, so let's use me as a perfect example. You know, I've got my vehicle and to kind of backtrack. Yes. For my infinity Q60, infinity always emails me saying, Hey, we want to make an offer on your car. Like send us an email. I sent an email and I want to say the last time they offered me was like 24,000 for the vehicle, which I'm like 24,000. That's, that's a good, I could do some stuff with 24,000. The first time they did it, Desmond's like, oh, no, 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 mom. No, you're not going to sell it to a dealership. If anything, you're going to sell it to me. So that car went to Desmond. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have our 2013 Kia, which in reality, it's sitting in the driveway and, and it's a liability at this point. However, however, we are holding on to that vehicle because that's going to go to little William. So it's mm-hmm. not really a liability. Like eventually that's going to help me out because I don't have to be Uber for him all the time. <laughs> he can drive himself everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, so long story short, at the end of the day, it really depends on number one, the financial goals. If you have an extra vehicle lying in the driveway, either one, sell it to make money, to then make more money, invest it someplace else, or can we sell it and pay off debt? Because if you've got lingering debt that you're paying monthly interest on, those are also liabilities. Or lastly, can we turn it into a business? I know last week we had our Lions coaching call. We brought in a guest speaker that was teaching the Lions about Turo Mm -hmm. and renting your vehicle out for money. But to answer your question, is it a good time to get rid of that vehicle, trade it in, upgrade to a a, a better vehicle, maybe a more um, energy efficient vehicle, maybe a bigger vehicle. I mean, if your family dynamics changing and you need a bigger vehicle, that would be one reason to, to, to think about trading in your vehicle and and getting bigger and better, or especially in today's economy, (laughs) trading it in and getting a more fuel efficient vehicle because gas prices right now are no joke, no joke. Um, So those would be the two things that I would consider releasing your existing vehicle to trade in is either because your family has grown or we want to get into a more of a fuel economy type vehicle so that you can save money every week, every other day, depending upon your commute style, depending upon what your situation is. Mm. So is it now? I don't know if you know this stuff, but is it is it harder to get a vehicle now? Um, Definitely harder to get a vehicle now. Yeah, I mean, not just not just for supply, right? I mean, obviously that's the obvious one, but the credit, right? Because I imagine if it costs more, just like it's kind of like the same thing with the housing phenomenon, right? It's like, you know, I was able to qualify for five hundred thousand, but now everything is nine hundred thousand. I can't really qualify. <laughs> so, are you seeing a similar thing with cars? Um, similarity in a sense to where cars are more expensive. Cars are more expensive because the supply is so low. Like these dealers are are legit cranking up the cost of these vehicles, which, you know, last year I'm like, go into that dealership and own it. You see a price tag of 30,000, we're going to negotiate 25. Now negotiating tactics are kind of out of the, they're out the window (laughs) because supply is so low that these dealerships are like, well, you don't buy it from us. 
good luck finding it someplace else. So now we're legit at the mercies Mm -hmm. of these dealerships to where sometimes, yeah, you're actually spending more money. But again, we still got to do, you know, there, there is a formula, there is um, uh, like a checklist, a game Mm -hmm. plan that I give to my lions that I'm like, okay, here's where the economy's at. Here's what we're going to shoot for, but let's also have grace in these areas so that we can still get, get the transaction done. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and actually I know we're going to talk more about that in a, in a, in a minute, but I wanted to say too, that I had, uh, I can't remember exactly who it was, but I know it was a, you know, a friend or colleague I was talking to recently and they were talking to, this is not a flex guy. So don't, don't, but they were, they were looking at getting a, a G wagon. Right. And I was like, okay, wow, that's, that's pretty expensive. But they was like, yeah, it's expensive. But they are like the problem with that they had was, is that they went up to the dealership uh, to get it. And the MSRP says a certain price and they were ready to pay that price. And they were like, nah, 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 actually it's about 30,000 or 40,000 more. And they were like, what? Like what? Like what do you mean? Like based on what? They're like because there's not, you know, there's not a lot of them, so that's that's the new price. They're like, you don't say that here. They're like, well, that's what it is. So do you want it or not? Like, <laughs> I was like, whoa. Um. So yeah, they. So now they just, you know, I don't know exactly how they're communicating it, but from what I'm hearing is that dealerships are just basically saying like, hey, there's a new price. Like whatever you saw, that ain't it anymore. It's this now. Um, so it's, it's, it's rough out here in the streets. Hey, today's price. <laughs> That's right. So, uh, but anyway, with that said, um, you know, even though those things are true, right. Even though we still, we see that the, the, the economy's changing, um, the, the, you know, the prices are changing, supply, all that stuff is changing. Um, the cool thing about what you teach is that even with that in consideration, there's still ways for people to win at the car game. And I remember that you, you know, you talked about this, not only on the podcast, we also have a course on it. Uh, it's something that we teach the lions. Um, so, you know, and just so we can, you know, let y'all know that we're not just talking. Um, we actually have uh special guests um, here today to share their experience. Yes! Um, yeah. With uh, winning at the car game and, and, you know, just following those things, even in this in market that we're in right now. So, yes. um, with that said, Eva, if you don't mind, can you please introduce our very special guest? Yes, absolutely. And 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 before I introduce this amazing lion, um, I want to add: control what you can control. And because the market and the economy is shifting, we need to shift, but still also be mindful that there there are things that you should be doing in order so this transaction is successful like yes the world is saying cars are more expensive there are more scares and somebody can easily say okay i get it so i'm prepared to spend x amount of dollars yes but not always and it really comes down to being confident in the transaction that's about to happen because the last thing that you want is to walk away feeling ugly in terms of did i did i really get a good deal should i have really bought this car we want to make sure at least this is what we teach inside the lions club we want to make sure that not only do you walk in there with posture but that you have that level of confidence on hey i know what economy is saying but I still have my ammunition. I am still like walking in here in a certain with a certain mindset, pre- prepared 
to win at this transaction, regardless of what's happening in the economy. So with that being said, I have, I'm just so excited that she is even here sharing her testimonial, but yes, let's um, give a warm round of applause, even though we can't really hear the round of applause, but let's give a warm round of applause for Miss Marissa Clark. She has been in, she has been following me for a long time, but most importantly, inside of our Lions Club, effective this year, and she and her husband are doing amazing things. And if you have followed me or are following me on social media, they just launched their one of many uh, seasonings for all kinds. I put the seasoning on everything, but we'll we'll get to that in a minute. But let me go ahead and uh, bring on Marissa Clark. Marissa, are you with us? Hi, thanks for having me. Hey, it's so Marissa. Cool to be on this side of it because I'm usually listening on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, we're so glad to have you here. Um, and and Eva kind of alluded to it a little bit. I know that your uh, you and your husband um, have that business when it comes to um, you describe it. I want you to give you an opportunity to describe what it is, like the name of it. Get you a little plug right here. So what what is it? <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so um, Andre is an amazing chef. I'm kind of just like the right-hand woman for him. I'm just the woman that he needs to give him that confidence. But honestly, this blend is something that he has been cooking up for us for years in his own kitchen. So he's brought this out to the world. He um, went through a co-packer and did all of the professional things to get this going. And so he's launched his very first seasoning blend and it's an all-purpose barbecue blend. And I think the great thing about it right now, the huge buzz is people are using it on everything. We use it on meat. Usually that's kind of what Andre, like he's, that's, he's a barbecuer, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) He loves to use it on meat. And so when people started saying we're putting it on veggies and popcorn. And so we started seeing all of these really cool things. This product has become so much more than what we had ever thought it was going to be. Um, And he has so many different blends that are going to be rolling out shortly that we are just, we're, we're super excited. That's awesome. Um, It's been really cool to be involved in the Lions. Um, Andre has known Eva for a really long time. And so we've just built this relationship. And I just want to say just since being part of the Lions Club, our life has already dramatically changed in the most amazing ways. And I'm really excited to tell you guys about this, this car situation. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's awesome. Because, um, you know, obviously, if people put it on everything, it must be good. So, <laughs> so yeah, because I don't. For the record, I put it on my toast. Like I know, I love that. And like watermelon, cantaloupe. Like what? it's really. Re- I know, I, mean, I know. Charles, wow. everything. Wow. Bottle. All purpose. That that. All no, we got a bottle. We got a. Jossie uses Ooh. it. I didn't. I didn't know that she'd been using it on different stuff. Like I. I don't even know. I just know it tastes good. Like I don't know. You know. Because because. <laughs> Yeah, because when the last time we met, uh, we met up, we had a, our meetup was uh, Will's uh, graduation party. Uh, that was the first time John C. met Andre. She was like, are you the person that made this? And she gave him a big hug. And she's like, I've been using this for, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, no. So we use it. We definitely use it. So, uh, so yeah, so shout out to Andre. And uh, what's the name of the sauce? Or the, sorry, the, the seasoning? Yeah, so our company name is TITB Flavors. And the very first blend is the all-purpose barbecue blend. Awesome. Awesome. And, um, and what is T I what is it again? I know Andrea's like, we need to do an explanation of this because our catering company that we had originally built is called think inside the bun. 
So he abbreviated it, like shortened it, condensed oh, okay. to TITB and flavors is because we're going to roll out all kinds of flavors. There you go. Okay, awesome. And then uh, real quick, just about to finish it because people are going to be like, you know, talked about the seasoning, all that stuff. How do I get it? So how do yeah. people get it? TITBflavors.com. Super easy. Hit it up. I always carry a bag. So if you see me out and about, I got it in my bag too. Yes, <laughs> let's go. Thank okay. you. All right. Absolutely. Okay. So, uh, and then, so a little more uh, uh, background about you as well, because I know you got your own business. So it's not, it's not just Andre, you over here yeah. slanging stuff too, right? What is that? I'm all over the place. So I also sell these amazing jewelry, <laughs> <laughs> um, $5. I sell paparazzi. I've been with the company for five years and built a huge team and a following. And it's been great to be able to work from home. And it's kind of just built that entrepreneurial if that's a word, right? Like I got my mindset there. I've never done MLM or anything before. So it got my mindset around how to do your own business. And I think that it's going to be a wonderful transition into our own. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So Marissa, take us back. So, you know, you, cause I, I think I remember, I remember talking to you at some point you know, a while ago. I don't know if you were quite yet aligned yet. I think that maybe you were, I don't know what, what Destined you were just in it. Yeah. I think you were just in the empower you community, like the larger community. Um, and she did which, the challenge. She did. Okay. The challenge. So you were in the, 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 the free community, which we call the live life in your own terms. That's the, that's the name of the new, that's what the new term, the new name, but uh, you were in that community. I remember kind of seeing you there. You did the challenge, which is awesome. And then at some point you became a lion. So talk, talk to me about that journey and why you decided to become a lion. Oh, that one was scary, guys. <laughs> like, it was a scary one because it's it's a huge commitment and um, it's a move that you have to make scared. Um, mm. If you feel scared about it, you're doing the right thing, right? It's that mm. those scary moves that propel you. And so after doing that challenge, after sitting down with Andre, like we we literally were like, we we need to go fast. Mm. We we are willing to put in the footwork, and a lot of people aren't. So we were like with us being able to put in that footwork and her knowledge in this community, like it was a no brainer. We knew that that, that monetary was going to come back and then some. So um, I have all the faith in Miss Eva and her. (laughs) It really was a no brainer. And I, I do encourage so many people. That's why I share you guys all the time. I don't receive any monetary, by the way, just saying, okay, I'm not saying this because of that, but I'm saying it because take that leap, like take that scared step. Say, if you're thinking like, I can't afford to do it. You can't afford not to my friends. Like mm. we are 35 and 40 years old. And so because we messed around for too many years when we were younger, mm. now we don't have the time to wait around and try to YouTube a video and figure this out or that out. Like we got a fast track. We call Eva all the time, like our fast track because mm. that it's worth it. So yeah. Yeah, you said a whole lot there that I that I want to unpack, but I think we'll have to come back to that because I want to get to to why we're here in the podcast. But um, man, you said a whole lot right there. I hope you guys caught those nuggets. Um, and because the one phrase that you made me think about is scared money don't make no money. Yeah. And and the thing is, I know you said you said do it scared, which means you know, basically you're saying have the courage to overcome the fear and do it anyway. But basically, if you're allowing fear or, or being scared to not have you invest, then you can't reap the benefits of that investment. That's nope. just the way it works. And Eva, Eva can go 
a whole lot deeper than that on that. I one. do all kinds of scary stuff all the, <laughs> all the time. I'm like, oh my God, I can't yeah. believe I'm doing this. Yeah. If, if you guys ever were, were like me and would heard that that phrase and, and would, would sing it and and could have sent songs and different stuff and be like, yeah, scared money, don't make no money. And everyone's screaming it, but no one knows what it really means because everyone ain't spent, you know, they, they ain't making them investments. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she just told you, you know, basically uh, an example of that. So with that said, so you, you got into the Lions Club um, and you, you've been, you know, it sounds like you, you've been using it the right way in terms of a fast track, which makes a toll. That's another nugget, guys. And if you're trying to, to move faster, yeah. Um, oftentimes what you need is a coach. You need someone yeah. to teach you because they've already been there <laughs> and they can tell you the, the, you know, where to go rather than you trying to figure it out on your own. So, uh, we, I think we did an episode about the like, GPS, right? We're like, yes, just get the directions on how to get there instead of you driving around like, you know, yeah. Anyway. So, um, so with that said, uh, in particular, it sounded like that you guys wanted to focus on a vehicle. So give us just the background about, you know, what the need was, why you needed to buy a vehicle, what was happening, you know, and, and how did um, you apply what Eva shared with you and, and what worked out? Okay. So before Eva, we had a terrible car loan that we didn't have good credit. It was a dealership that was like, your job is your credit. And I had mentioned I'd been with my company for quite some years. So I had that leverage, but I just didn't have the credit. So we got into a loan in an SUV to fit our big family. Um, and that worked for a couple of years. I'm so thankful that it held on and was strong as long as it was because um, it started to become a money pit is the problem. Like I had called Eva and said, look at car is being towed away right now, wouldn't start. And I'm too old for that. Like I am not there anymore. I am not at that spot where I'm broke down on the side of the road and I can't figure out what to do. I'm like, I am a lion. Let me figure this out real quick. So, so Marissa, hold on real quick. Cause I mean, man, okay. I'm sorry, man. You, no. <laughs> you keep saying stuff and I'll be like, man, this is, this is going to be a whole nother thing. All right. A so, a whole nother, so you said your car is your credit, right? I'm sorry, your, your job. job, your job is your credit. So for those of you who don't know what Marissa's talking about, you probably do, though. I'm, I'm going to try to get you to remember. Do y'all remember those commercials, right? They'd have those commercials and they'd be like, you can't get a car. You know, you this and that. You're getting denied. Don't worry. You can get a car with us. Your job is your credit, right? Yeah. And it kind of reminded me of, and, and I'm saying this because I've been there too, right? So I've, I've, I've had some 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 really horrible loans, uh, there was a time where I was, you know, had to go to Rent-A-Center. That's the only way I could get furniture. There were times where I was doing payday loans. It seems like all the same type of like predatory lending and that they know you broke. They know you ain't got, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say it like that. That, that no, was, that was for me. I was broke. I'm going to say, <laughs> I didn't have it like that. And I didn't have the credit like that. And they said, it's okay. We'll still get you the thing that you want. You got to pay us extra. And there, here's the thing that's was predatory because they're banking on the fact that you're not going to be able to, 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 uh, to finish it. Yeah. They'll take it back from you and they'll just rinse and repeat. Uh, is that it? Is that what you're talking about? Cycle. So 100% a shady cycle. And it is those, all of those things that you hit on are, um, I don't, I don't like to say that people prey on people, but it's a certain demographic that they are shooting for. Right. And 100%. so, yes, it's, it was a extreme interest rate of 24.99%. Oh, Lord. 
terrible, like when I was like sad to even tell Eva what the number actually was. Like, I know. Does so she, she make you feel ashamed? You be like, <laughs> She's like, oh no. And I'm like, oh no. <laughs> I would never. <laughs> no, no. For the record, I'd be like, Okay. Uh, so, oh, we can feel it. Wait. We can feel it. We can feel the judgy right. eyes. No, I'm just, yeah. I'm just joking. It was kind of like that. You knew you were in a bad situation. And so what we still had, we still owed. I was still making a payment on it. And like I said, broken down on the side of the road. Luckily, was able to get it back on the road because it was my main vehicle. Andre has another, you know, little commuter back and forth, but that is where we transport our children. So mm. hello, can't be broke on the side of the road. Yeah. Um, so previous to this, I had listened to a podcast that you guys did about um, lending and like the car buying experience. And this wasn't that long ago, maybe six months. And I remember Eva saying, like, she goes into a dealership qualified already, like she doesn't go in there looking for lending. So that already was bubbling up in my head when this was going on. Um, Luckily, we had started establishing a relationship with Navy Federal Credit Union. Mm. So when Eva says like you have her in your pocket, when you're a lion, you literally have her <laughs> pocket. You know, we all have lives and she got her own life. But I was like, I need direction. I don't exactly know what to do, but here's where we are. And here's what we owe. Give me some kind of guidance. And she knows that I'm a doer. So whatever she tells me to do, I'm going to go and do it. Um, so she said, try to get to try to get Navy Federal to finance you over the phone. I'm like, you can do that. You can just call and do these again. These are new things for me, right? This is so Mm. like grown up. I'm not used to this. And so literally in 30 seconds of running it, they were like, you're approved for 33,000. And I'm like, and wait, 8%. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. (laughs) Hold on. Cause you, you do it again. You you can't, you can't keep dropping these nuggets and just Running by them like you didn't just say what you said, but you, <laughs> so so the first thing you, you you were saying that you said build a relationship. Yeah. Mm. So you you went by that kind of fast, but I want to go back to that. Yeah. Because and I'll admit, I'm one of those people. So like unlike you, because you you said you you do it, you hear it, you do it fast. I'm not like that. <laughs> even though even <laughs> even my partner, we're partners in this thing, and she's definitely my coach. She tell me stuff. I'd be like, all right, and then you know, <laughs> like Charles, man. Wait, so, I didn't know that was an option. I'm yeah, over here like Eva. It's not an option. No, it's not an option. No, don't don't be like me. Don't be like me. Do like you did. Do like you trust me. But but so the relationship because there's been times where I because I didn't establish the relationship yeah. and I went to go get the thing that I needed. Eva had thought that I already did because she said it a while ago and I didn't. And so when I try to do the thing, I couldn't do the thing because I didn't have a relationship. So, but you said you went ahead and already started to establish that based on, and this is a cool thing, based on something you heard from the free podcast. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. my goodness, guys. Y'all, yeah. I'm telling y'all, y'all got to stop playing with this podcast. And if you're not like multitasking by taking a shower or doing dishes and having this on the counter, you drive in your car, like, when you realize that the nuggets that are being dropped on these podcasts, you're going to become addicted to getting on these podcasts because mm. I, I am a, like a gem. I look for the gems, you know, you guys drop these gems. And so that building of that relationship, I saw quickly with Navy Federal that that was important because mm. I opened a personal and a business 
within mine and then Andre did as well. And then we have the joint one. So it's Mm. like, we're doing all kinds of business with them and they see it coming in and out. So even though I was, we had been building that, I still was scared to make that call when you guys said, just call them and see that financing because I'm so used to being told no. Yeah. I'm so used to being told like, you're going to get a letter in the mail telling you, we don't know what it is or whatever, mm. right? We'll let you know by mail. Yeah, um, yeah. And so that was something, <laughs> right, that was something to celebrate that Andre yeah. and I like, like looked at each other and were like, we, we just did that. Yeah. We're so, up. <laughs> so Eva, real quick though, because Eva, I want, I, I think we need to re- reiterate this. When the bank is looking at, Marissa and Andre's application. And before they go ahead and say, you know what? Yeah. Now we're going to give you 33. We'll give it an 8%. When they make that decision, what is the, what is, what are they looking at before they make that decision? Oh my gosh. Well, definitely. And this is why I like, y'all think I'm crazy when I make friends with everybody. Cause I'm like, these relationships You might think like, oh, let's not make friends. Let's not like have conversations. I'm like, we making friends, conversing, connecting all day long because you never know the power behind that relationship. Um, And if if you are listening or have listened to the podcast, you and especially the one that was just dropped like a couple episodes where we're talking about those business relationships with your banks with your financial institutions and touch points. What did Marissa say? She got accounts for herself, for her her husband has her own accounts and they got joint accounts. They got multiple accounts. They've got transactions coming in, transactions going out. The more transactions, AKA the more touch points you have, regardless, sometimes, regardless of where your credit score is at, the activity in your bank account can serve as a point of reference. But Mm. also- Credit scores serve as a point of reference. And, and like, you know, I'm not going to put Marissa's, you know, she can share this, but for the time that she has been listening and being coached, the credit score hasn't gone up significant. Like we're not talking seven, eight hundreds, but it has increased. But I strongly believe in this particular situation, it was because of the relationship with the financial institution is why they got the interest rate that they got, not just the credit score. Mm, and that's that's powerful. So I don't know powerful. if you guys are listening. Uh, you got, I mean, man, come on now. Y'all got to be hearing what's happening. Some we, We've talked about this a lot in terms of relationships, in terms of the portfolio, having all the ducks in a row. So hats off to you, Marissa, for listening and executing. <laughs> yeah. So tell me about this, though, because um, so you're saying 33,000, 8%. Just let's take us back what, real quick. What was the numbers for the, the you said 24% or something like that? What was yeah. the loan amount for the other one? We still owed 6,000. Okay. With the original amount when you, when you originally uh, got 12. It. So we had paid half. Okay. So 12,000 at 24% and the $12,000 car. Versus a thirty-three thousand dollar car are very different cars. Very, <laughs> very different cars, right? In terms of a liability, there's so much, right? And then the interest rate from twenty-four percent to eight percent. Are you kidding me? I know, I know. That's amazing. It, it was so dramatic. Um, so after their approval, I was like, so what does this mean? So you approve now? What now? What do we do? Um, and they. 
said, well, just wait in the mail for the check. We're going to express you a check. What? You're going to mail me a check? Okay. So we got the check in the mail. It was a, a blank check made, you know, ready for any dealership or wherever we were going to go purchase this vehicle. Um, and to tie hold, back. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> they, they did what? They sent you a what? Yeah, just mailed a check for $33,000. They didn't send you like a pre-approval letter that like you can go and confirm. Like, you know, they could say, hey, here's my letter from my bank. No. They did, it was a check. A blank check. I'm and said, surprised. I'm like, take a picture. I need to see this. <laughs> and sure enough, I'm like, yo, what? Yeah, it's really, it was just such a, like, makes you feel I don't, I don't want to get emotional, but like, Dang. it really makes you feel worthy. I don't know. Yeah. That probably isn't the right word, you know, yeah. that can be worth, but it's just, we have been in such different circumstances mm. within the car area in our lives. And so this was like, we just looked at each other, like we can go into any lot or any website and make a, a good decision. Right. And, and get something for our family and not have to worry. Like it was mm. a huge lift off of you. Mm. Hey, quick break here. Sorry to interrupt the podcast. We'll get you right back to it. We just want to spend a few seconds to talk about the Empower You Financial Group on Facebook. This is Eva's private Facebook group where she gives free tips, tricks, and strategies to improve your financial situation. Join the over 1,000 plus member community and see the success stories of people just like you who want to live life on their own terms. Come laugh with us, tell your story, and share your victories. Just search Empower You Financial in Facebook and join our free private group. Oh, and be sure to invite a friend. So, it, it, cause, I mean, think about the flex, right, Eva? Right? That's almost like, you know, it's, it, it's like, hey, you want, it's like cashing out, basically. You like, you could, how much is it? Let me write you a check. <laughs> Here you go. Here you like go. A top mic. Boom. Done. Done. Yeah. And the right, like the car buying experience, you had said like the lots, there's not a whole lot on these lots that I didn't know that that was an issue really, because my mind isn't there, right? I'm driving my car and not worrying about that. So it did, it was very different. But like you were saying, the flex of walking on a car lot, first of all, we walked on a car lot that was referred by Miss Eva. And it was a very nice, uh, for those of you that are local, Roseville Nissan, like this is a mm. big in the auto mall, as I guess what mm-hmm. I should have said it. Yep. Not on on Wilson Road, you know. Yeah. Buy not, now pay. So yeah, is- not, not buy now, pay now, you know. Yes. So so and so's uncle running the <laughs> Yes. It's very different. Do you want a glass of water? What can I get you? Mm. You know, and so mm. walking on that lot and with that confidence of you're not going to get me, you're not going to pull some kind of a deal on me and get me into a bad loan anymore because I've grown up a little bit here. I am with this check and I'm going to make my decision, you know, Uh, really it was Eva's decision, but that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Her reference for where to go made us feel like we were in great hands. And um, I I did mention that we were in an SUV. And so with gas the way that it is, it's just not economical for us to drive this big old suburban anymore. Um, So looking at 
vehicles that could fit didn't mean that we wanted to really max out that 33,000 by the way like just because they give you that doesn't mean you have to spend that Mm-mm. so oh, 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 hold on hold on nugget nugget <laughs> nugget Hold yes. on. I, I may have to start just doing it every time you when you start talking because yes. I, I don't want people to miss that. You yeah. said you got the thirty three thousand, but you said you already knew in your mind that you didn't have to spend all of that. Yes, you, you guys, that's a mindset shift because I, I don't know about you, but the old Charles, if the old the, the Charles that was getting the buy now pay now stuff and the 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 Riddle Center stuff, if you gave me a check for thirty three. Oh, we gonna run that. We, we, what? How much car can I get for thirty <laughs> three? What am I getting? I didn't look. Okay, exactly. so gave me some guidelines to go by real quick. So mm. he was absolutely correct. And your mindset does have to shift, and and it definitely has because I wanted something. I had something in my mind of a vehicle that I wanted, and that's what I wanted to drive. And I quickly had to just like well, everybody else had to check me that that's not what we're doing right now. That's not, mm. doesn't mean that you're not going to have that. I will have that vehicle that I want to drive in mm. five, 10 years, whatever. But today I need to make sure that me and the girls and our family is not on the side of the road. Mm. So I led with that and, and gas and economics. And I knew that um, what our monthly payment was already, mm. was, you know, even though, yes, it was a super high interest rate where our payment was, we were comfortable with it. Didn't really want to go up a whole lot more. So it was scary to think of, all right, well, if we max out that 33,000, we're also going to max out that monthly payment. Exactly. Which is another nugget guys, like going in, knowing how much you're going to be paying if you stay within a certain amount, because you already got the interest rate. So you already know you, the, the ball is a hundred percent in your court. That's that's awesome. Okay, so talk to us about the the you know because it sounded like there was some factors of you know gas, uh, reliability, some other things. So what what car did you guys decide on? You know how did that come about? Talk us through that that experience. Yeah. So when I went to the dealership, I had already done all of my research on what I wanted to look at because I mean nope. I want to go. You know, here's the two that I want to look at. Marissa, <laughs> and come on, Marissa, I gotta stop you again. <laughs> hey, Marissa. Guys, guys, do y'all remember when when Eva said how long? Eva, how long do you normally spend before you purchase? How many? How much research? Six months for me. Six months. Six months only because I I wasn't I didn't need to buy a car. Like my car wasn't breaking down to where I was forced to make a decision quickly. It, It I. Me, I shop around four to six months to 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 look at trends, to to research on different websites. Like, what what is this zip code selling this type of vehicle for versus this zip code? Yeah, so I yeah. Mm, so what so what type of research did you do, um, Marissa? For for those who are like research, what were you want research? Yeah, so she um, gave me a few of the website. Car Genius, I think, is the one that ended up being the best. And she's right to max to like open up that search range. To see what, hey, was, it, what was the mile radius? What was the mile radius I told you to shop? I think it was 100, right? Yeah. 100 miles. Yeah. Um, and we live in the boondocks. So it's like you really should be putting 100 miles or maybe 150. <laughs> so um, 
there was a thing that maybe like my head wasn't really thinking at first that she pointed out that was super smart was your mileage. Like there was a few cars that I had showed her that I was interested in. And she's like, look at the year per mileage ratio. And, and that just wasn't something that I had thought of. And so thank you for that game. So let's, okay. Let's, okay so let, there's still a few things we got to break down, man. Oh man. Okay. So once again, guys, Eva said a hundred mile radius. Why do you guys think that she said that? I'll tell you, right. Um, the reason why is because, and Eva, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Actually, I'll have you answer it. Eva, why, why a hundred miles? A <laughs> hundred miles. What? Well, and you know, kind of depends on like who's shopping where. Um, I usually will say do a hundred mile radius. And based on the vehicle you are thinking about purchasing, how many vehicles fall into that 100 miles? And if it's only like a few, five, let's expand. 200 miles, 300 miles. I usually do 300 miles because I want to look everywhere because crazy as it may sound, guys, certain zip codes price their vehicles higher than other zip codes. So the farther out we go, the more you can search who's pricing what. And if and if we got our mind set on one vehicle and this zip code is charging $3,000 more than this zip code, then why wouldn't you drive to this zip code to save yourself two to $3,000? Guys, did you hear that? This is, I'm telling you, this is, this is real. Eva's not lying. Check it out. <laughs> if you do this search, you will see there will be almost identical vehicles. Yes. And just because the of the zip code, they will be thousands of dollars in difference. You could go that could you could save that money if only you knew about it. And then also we're willing to drive, which I'm sure most of us, if we knew we're going to save three thousand dollars, we drive a hundred or, you know, it's like an hour and a half or whatever to right. go get that vehicle. Not a big deal. Wow. Yeah. OK, so that was one. And then you also said I'm, I'm forgetting. What was the, the other thing? You the said? mileage, the mileage <laughs> yeah, per year. Yeah. year. Mm-hmm. Yes, guys. So this is super important because. While everybody is fixated on how much total price I'm willing to spend on a vehicle and what is my maximum monthly payment, I get it. But you guys need to also look at the year of the vehicle. How old is the vehicle compared to the miles driven? Because just because you get a good price, quote, quote, price tag on a vehicle, If that vehicle is over in miles, then that basically means it's more likely to break down or have more issues sooner. And now guess what? Now we just bought a vehicle that's going to need repairs in the first one to two years of owning the vehicle. And we don't want that. So general rule of thumb, and obviously this is depending upon a lot of different factors, but my my general rule of thumb is we, we calculate how many years a vehicle is. And basically my math is for every one year, it should not, one year should be equivalent to 15,000 miles a year. So if we're at the most, at the most, because if it's more than that, then that person has driven that car a lot more, which means more likely there's going to be headaches with that vehicle. Yeah. So when Marissa was shopping and she was screenshotting me these vehicles, I basically was was teaching her like, okay, well, this vehicle is priced here. This vehicle is priced here. But now let's look at the miles to see, is this even worth it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. Yeah. Because I usually do about 12,000. So um, that's really good. Okay. Marissa, I'm sorry. I, you just, 
you you got it's a lot of stuff that oh, we got to make sure i want to make sure our listeners are catching because i want them to just like you you know you had that experience where you you heard it you, and, and you applied some things and were able to win so i want our listeners to do the same thing okay so continue yeah. So went into the dealership that Eva had um, guided us to, and um, I brought in like two vehicles that I said, just bring these. I want to drive both of them. Um, I want to, I want to put the children in them. You know, I was committed to it. I want to make sure how we fit. And um, although it wasn't going to be the car that I really wanted, I wanted to make sure that it was going to be okay for me to drive for a year or two and be okay with it. So um found out that loved this Toyota Sienna van. It was a 2017 and fell within those miles, fell within the budget. So now it was time to make a deal. Um, I didn't realize that when you go to the dealership with the check, that they also, that the dealership kind of wanted to do their own financing. Like they wanted to pull our credit and they were like, yeah, that's great that you got that with Navy Federal, but hey, we could also do this, right? It's a dealership. So um, the great thing is that I had Eva in the messenger the whole time. Like, is this okay? Because it was such a big thing. Like this was all new to us. I didn't understand all of the lingo. They There was terms with um, the Navy Federal that, oh gosh, I don't even remember what it was called, but it was, what was it, Eva? Like I the forget, long- but it, 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 was, it was comparing... Um- the value, the blue book value, they weren't going off of Kelly blue book. They were going off of their own internal value. And I'm like, what in the world is this all about? So we were actually both learning during this transaction too. Yes. And it, it had gotten like, they take you into this room, right? When you're making the deal and it had gotten frustrating at one moment also had the two little people with us. So, you know, they don't hold on and be strong for that long. Um, but at, at one point I was like, Eva, I don't, I don't know. Like this doesn't seem to be working. And she's like, do I need to get on the phone? <laughs> Put me on a conference call. And I just felt like we were in great hands with her. You know, she was like, let me make a call and things like that. So it was, it was, we were surrounded by this awesome team and we made it happen. You know, when you say, Hey, this is what I'm comfortable with doing. And if it doesn't work, we're going to walk out. Mm-hmm. And, and also that, they were confident as well. Like Charles had said, these vehicles will sell, whether they're going to sell to you or someone else, these vehicles are moving. So you also don't have a whole lot of wiggle room within that purchasing price because they are going. Um, but it, it worked out wonderfully. So what happened was they took my, they took the SUV as a trade-in, they paid off the remainder of that. And we still fell within 30,000 of that 33 that Navy Federal gave. So Mm. paid off the loan, didn't have to put any down payment down on this new vehicle. And so I need to tell you about the awesome delivering experience. Okay. (laughs) Again, all the firsts hitting on all of these things that we've just never experienced. Uh, The vehicle needed to be like, they, they wanted to make sure that it was cleaned and everything was precise and ready for us. So they actually said, hey, can we just drive it out to you? This dealership is an hour and a half away. Can we just drive this car out to you tomorrow? It's not ready. And I'm like, what do you want me to do with this SUV? Drive the SUV home. We'll switch them and swap them. They came the next morning, handed the keys. We did the paperwork at the table, at my kitchen Mm. table. And they drove away with the SUV. And it was a like weight off of my shoulders, you know, I'm so thankful that it worked out that way. And just that 
our, our little daughters got to see this experience from in the dealership to mom and dad sitting at the kitchen table, Mm. signing papers on a brand, you know, like brand new to us. Mm -hmm. Dan. Yeah. That's amazing. Life changing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, man. So that's, that's, that's amazing. And I can just um, imagine, you know, cause you know, just hearing you talk, I'm thinking back to those times myself, just being in those uh, dealerships where you are, you know, in a situation where you need a car, they know you need the car. They know you don't have the credit. You're the leverage is really all in their hands and they're acting like, let me just be frank. They're acting like jerks, right? Yeah. They're, they're being rude, condescending, you know, and this is not for me to bash like car dealerships. Cause I know there's, you know, a lot of good people out there that are selling cars and things like that, but I'm just telling about my experience um, in those situations it seemed like everything was, you know, was, you know, on them versus like them actually treating you with respect, right? Treating you like, you know, <laughs> like you matter, right? Like you're a person and yeah. not a number. Yeah. Right. And, and making things convenient for you, right? Thinking about what's the most convenient thing for you. Like, how can we make this enjoyable experience for you? So that's, that's amazing. That's amazing. So what did, um, so how was Andre uh, taking all this? You know, it was overwhelming for him. (laughs) He was, he's like the one that's just, let's get it done. Are we done? Like, why, why is this going on? He doesn't, he didn't care what the car was. He just wanted the whole situation to be handled. Right. Because Mm -hmm. my wife's over here broken down. Mm -hmm. And um, so this, I think has, I've watched him as his wife, just given him that boost of confidence that Mm. he was able to take care of his family, right? Mm. That he was able to say, Hey, look, all the work that I've been doing and putting in all of the hours at a job that I'm not happy about, it's paying off for us that Mm. he is able to um, just take care of us in that way and take that, that need off of the table. Yeah. That's so awesome. And and Atoya Sienna, um, I have to say is a pretty good vehicle because we got one ourselves. <laughs> it is nice. It oh, is yeah. nice. I had to get over the minivan. The mom. minivan. Yeah. <laughs> you- let it go. Okay. Yeah. Let it go. The girls are very excited that you push a button and both doors the open. Door like slide. I'm a cool mom right now. Yeah. Really? So I'm gonna let go. Filled up the gas tank. It was much happier situation. It mm. it grew me enough for all of us. It is and I, I had told my brother yesterday um, that it's the newest car I've ever drove. Like mm. it's five years old and like everything I've ever owned has been 10, 15. Mm. You know, I'm always uh, behind the times because my money situation wasn't right. My credit situation, my knowledge wasn't right. And so yeah. now I'm just watching myself grow and I'm just so thankful. So wow. I, I hope that like, I really hope somebody who is listening that has like felt that way, that they, they have been in the situations like Charles and I were talking about that there is change for you. You can make a change. It doesn't matter if you're breathing, you can make a change. Mm. That is amazing. That is amazing. Yes. And, and, and the cool thing about that Sienna is that dead joint going to start up for you. That's one thing every time, right? I have, that's the one I told my wife before we had bought it. Cause this is our second Sienna. Um, and we, uh, we were coming off of, you know, we we were in a, we were in a better financial situation. We had to buy it, but I remember saying to her, like, I want to get a vehicle like this for a couple of reasons, the space and all those things. Right. But also because 
the reliability, right? I this this I know this vehicle is going to start for you every time. And that is a huge weight off your shoulder, especially when you've had the experience of being broken down on the side of that thing sucks. Or when you're not sure is the car going to start, you hear the noise, the check engine light come on, you know, you can't really deal with that right now. So you just keep rolling. Man, I've been through it. I'm telling you. (laughs) So yeah, yeah, that is a huge relief. And here's the thing also too, Marissa, you may know this, but the, um, the, uh, the value of Toyota Sienna is actually is it's really high. There was residual value, or what it was called, but yeah. it's uh, but basically, like when you go to resell that joint, like it typically, you know, after you pay it down for a couple of years, you're actually going into equity most of the time with Sienna's. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was one of the big value selling points really for us. Well. Yeah, it holds it makes its value great really well because, like us, I think now, like we bought ours. Uh, I think it's ours is a 2020, uh, I believe, and you know we bought it, I think in 2019 or something like around there. But we're at a point now, yeah, where we could we could sell it and it, we, we could make decent money on it. Um, and it's that's that's amazing. But it's just because of the type of vehicle that is. And to your point, sacrificing, you know, getting something cool or, you know, what I'm saying something that felt a little more swagged out. We <laughs> that's that's that said, it's been a blessing. Oh, man, it's been a blessing because we've been able to move furniture in it. Like we actually do practical stuff with it. Like, you know what I mean? Like. We don't have to worry about a truck, you know, renting a truck. We just take the seats out and yeah. push, the, you know, push everything. And then we can fit mostly everything in there. So um, hats off to you. That's awesome. That is awesome. Mm. Very mm-hmm. happy. We're going to take a road trip and just try it out, you know, and we're just we're very, very thankful for just the situation that we're in now because of it. So um, thank you, Eva. Udabomb.com. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. Wow. Okay. So, okay. So I want, if you could, uh, Marissa, because yeah. you kind of alluded to this, but I think this is really important because one thing I heard you say, um, just to give context, it sounds like the decision, you know, based on the context you tell me about the car, uh, the previous car you had, um, that the decision for the Lions Club um, felt scary. And if I can contextualize it even more, it sounds like it felt scary probably because of the monetary commitment. Yes. And so if you could talk to us a little bit about the mindset shift that has taken place, because like, I remember distinctly who Charles was years ago when if I had money or didn't have money, there were certain things that if someone told me you got to pay this amount <laughs> to get this type of coaching or whatever, I would have been like, you, <laughs> you tripping, right? Ain't no way. Ain't no way I'm giving you that kind of money. Cause I would say something like that's a car payment or that's a, this, or that's a, that. And, and in my mind, I'm thinking that the value of what you're presenting me is not worth this material thing that I could get. Yeah. Right. Because that was my mindset at the time. Yes. But there's been a huge shift. And I won't talk about my shift. I want to talk about your shift, because at some point you think guys think about the order of this. She had that vehicle, needed a vehicle, Mm -hmm. but invested in being a lion and then got the other vehicle. Yeah. Which to some people, that seems out of order. It would have been old vehicle, need a new one, get the vehicle first, then I'll become a lion. Talk to us about maybe, you know, that, that, that shift in your mind. Yeah. I think that there's always going to be something that's going to come up. 
There's always going to be an unexpected bill or trip or repair that's going to come up. So you're always not going to have the money. Um, Hold on. Hold on. Hold my good. Did y'all hear what she just said? Eva, we talked about this before, right? Sure did. The, the money going to sure get spent did. somehow, yeah. some way. You going to yeah. spend that money yeah. somehow, some way. Yeah. So you, yeah. I love what you said. You always ain't going to have the money. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. That is a bar, y'all. I'm sorry. So if, if you don't change it, that's always going to be your circumstance. Mm. And so I think that it does have to come with that mindset mindset shift, like you said, um, because we have to grow up. We have, it, it ends up being, you have to grow up. We can't think the same anymore and expect to have different results. And so I think like, um, that big picture of what that total package costs to be a lion for the year intimidated the hell out of me. Right. But at the same time, I looked at what all was going to come from that. And I knew that having that faith, that you, that scary pit in your stomach, but going out on faith, that there was no way that this was going to steer us in the wrong direction. That even after a year of paying that, there was no way that at the end of walking away, we're not walking away after a year, by the way, we're going to be through. (laughs) After that year, you aren't going to look like, oh man, I wasted all of that money. Look at it just off of the super quick. This is only the beginning of, of the vehicle. And so it was like, I had to just jump and you guys have to, too. You have to just stop sitting on the sidelines, looking at other people, enjoying all of these things and doing all the things that you want to do and wishing that you weren't on the bench. Like, I'm tired of being on the bench. So I'm going to throw all the things into the pot. I'm going to look at our budget and figure out how can we afford to pay for this? Because I know that it's going to bring us an obscene amount of return. Mm. Um, so everybody's got it in their budget. You've got the wiggle room somewhere. I love the fact of getting in your closets and selling stuff. Or like Eva said, if you've got a car in the front, get rid of that car and do something with it. So make it work. It was a, it wasn't an option I think is, is for us. It was like, this is non-optional. We're going to pay for this. We can't afford it, but we're going to do it anyways. Mm. I want you guys to to also to to look at it like okay so at one point Marissa invested twelve thousand um, dollars, well committed to investing that right, and was making payments. Now in return she got a vehicle right, um, but she also got some headaches and some other stuff right. Um, and let me ask you a question: Did the did the investment into that vehicle did that yield any return greater than the investment? The initial investment. No return. That, uh, no, you didn't walk away with anything from it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I drove it. So that was it. That was it. So money basically down the drain, right? Yeah. So I want y'all to hear that. Think about that, right? So vehicle, basically you were just written that joint, right? I mean, just to be frank, right? You've just written it at a high amount too. <laughs> and boom, done. Then you have this opportunity, which Seems could to some, it depends on who you are. Some people it's dropping a bucket. Some people it's a lot. It depends on your situation. But let's just say for a lot of our listeners, this is, you know, it's something that they got to think about. Right. But in doing that and investing in that, you went from being qualified for 12 to 33. 
you went from having to pay 24 interest to eight. And not only this, these are the intangibles that we talk about, guys, that we can't put. I can't we can't list this as things that you're going to experience. because We don't know. But one thing that we do, we have seen from the lines that stick with us, increased confidence. You have better experiences. Mm. Your shoulders are put back. Your chest is out. You're speaking with your chest because you understand who you are and what you got. And you also have a plan. You know that things are going to get better. So, Marissa, with all of that, was it worth it? So worth it. I was like, is he going to say more? Because it was so (laughs) worth it. Like, there's no, not even a second to say, like, man, if I wouldn't have, or I would have waited, you know, again, something else would have happened, right? Some other bill would have come up. So there's totally 100% worth it. I think that more people need to know about this, you know, and, and level up as well. Yeah. I love that. So, okay. So what's, what's on the horizon for you? Because I feel like, man, based on your ability to execute and you listening, I mean, I I don't even, I can just even imagine what y'all been talking about in terms of next move. So, so what, what's next? What's next for y'all? We are going to explode TIT flavors. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Pink inside the bun catering is coming back. Um, we are ready to go. We are willing to put in the footwork, the leg work, all of that stuff. And I'm really excited to see my husband enjoy what he does. Mm. He works currently where he's not happy. Mm. And as a wife, you know, or a husband, a spouse, you know how that feels. And so my goal is to just use all my talents that I've got, all the expertise that I have learned to help him explode his dream. Mm. Mm. I love it. I love it. Eva, talk to us. Mm. Man, this is a perfect example of people, what you can have when you execute. guys. Like I have the game plan for every individual in whatever situation you got. Every person has their own plan. You can YouTube all you want, Google all you want, watch whatever all you want. But at the end of the day, it's all general information. You heard Marissa. I was like, throw me on speaker. I will talk to whoever. Now let's let's backtrack. When Marissa was at the dealership and they were like, well, Eva, they want to pre-qualify me too. Like, what do I do? I'm like, hold on. Let me make a phone call. The experience. And let me back back. Charles is like, you gain confidence, level of experience. Guys, you don't have to do things by yourself anymore when you're in the Lions Mm. Club. Mm. You have a team of people. When Marissa was like, I need a car, I'm like, give me an idea. What are we shopping for? I'm like, I know somebody. Let me contact my guy. Let me see what's an inventory. Because, yeah, they got to drive some distance. And I'm like, no, we don't waste time. We're not driving someplace if you don't got inventory for my people. So I'm like, what do you got? He was like, here's the link to my private inventory. 
sent that to Marissa. She was looking, picked two vehicles. I connected her and the salesperson together and they made the deal happen. Even though, okay, so now fast forward, they're at the dealership. She was still, you know, they were still like, well, we need to do this. this, this." And I'm like, okay, hold on. Let me call my guy because my guy, it just so happened to be that it was his day off. So I'm like, I need to make sure like, you're telling your team like who we are and how we roll because this is all about the experience. He was like, Eva, they will take care of my people as much as your people, like all of that. So I'm like, okay, just want to make sure, just want to make sure. Um, but long story short, guys, yes, this is the type of experience that you can have if you are in the right community. You saw it with Jiggy. The car, she came from Southern California. The car was delivered from Elk Grove to my house, signed documents on my dining room table. Why can't you have that experience, guys? There's no reason why you can't. You just got to be connected with the right people to get the right information so that you're not paying more than what you should. You're not having ugly experiences and you are truly, truly walking away feeling like your cup is filled. Not just that, guys. What did Marissa say? Her babies, no, they're not babies, but her babies experience this. So now there's a new level in their household. Now the bar is higher in their household and it's going to continue to be raised because this is the type of information that that can't give you the possibility to do that. So I am just so excited. Most importantly, I am so proud at Marissa, Andre, and, and just seeing them evolve, seeing their levels of confidence, seeing and experiencing and hearing, Eva, they, I just got a check for $33,000. I'm like, no way. Show me this check. I need to see what's going on. But just hearing the levels of excitement, guys, it warms my heart. It warms my heart. And at the end of the day, they are going to do amazing things, not just in business, but like generations for their kids, you know, more generations to come. Just guys, all I can say is these testimonials, we got so many so many, so many that have already been aired are coming. They're on my social media. There is no reason why you cannot have what my lions have. Mm. You just gotta, you just gotta make that decision because yeah. just like what Marissa said, something's always going to come up. Something's always going to come up. But imagine if she didn't execute and join the lions program, what would have happened if I wasn't walking her step by step while at the dealership in between conversations between her and them, what the decision would have looked like, what the experience would have looked like had we not been a part of this transaction. Yeah, yeah, man. Okay. So Marissa, we, we have to wrap up. Um, if you could, um, I would love for you to, you know, just take a moment to, um, to, to talk to, to that person who's listening to us right now, who, um, you know, really, really resonates with you. Like they, they can see themselves in you. They've been there. They know exactly uh, where you were there because they're currently there and they got that, that feeling in their stomach. They got that, that gut feeling of, man, this, this sucks. 
And this is a lot. And I don't know if it could work out for me like that. I don't know. I don't know. Marissa seems a little different. I don't know. She she maybe she different than me. It ain't like it. I, I feel her, but I, you know, maybe she ain't like me. Yeah. Um, what would you say to that person that really is honestly just like you? Yeah. What would you say to them? You've got to gain that confidence within yourself first, because I don't have anything that you don't. So first you need to tell yourself that you got this. And when you perform at that level, when you put your both feet in and you decide to become a lion, you're going to start making those scary moves. You're going to start making those like jumps and leaps and bounds because you're all in. So when you're all in and you decide to go ahead and sign and you're joining and you're doing, let me tell you that the the bar is raised for yourself. You're going to hold the bar higher for yourself because you're paying this, right? This is not free. So because you're paying for this, you're going to, damn right, I am going to be at that call and I am going to be doing that and I am going to work on those things and that plan that Eva gives you. But you've got to have that confidence in yourself first that you can do this. and. There's, there's nothing that you can't do when you put your mind to it. So it's those small steps. If you don't have, maybe the funds are holding you back, then you need to look around, look around your closets, look around your house, do something, get rid of something that can take you to the next level. I guess that's the best thing that I could say is that um, if you want it bad enough, make it happen. And then once you make it happen, want it bad enough to continue making it happen over and over and over again until you have a different life because you can have anything that Eva has, Charles has, I have, you can have all those things that you want to have. You just have to believe in yourself that you can do them. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. You said another thing there. I mean, I'm trying not to make this podcast. I'm trying to end it, but you said something, (laughs) you said something there and I'm like, I got to go back because that's another nugget. You said, this ain't free. And if you could just say a little bit more about that, let me ask you, I'm going to ask you a question. Why do you, why do you think it's not free? And this is, and, and this is what I'm considering where you were and where you are now. Why is it not free? Why do you think something like this? People like, you know, why don't we just offer for free? Okay. It's super simple. Cause it's the real, this is real. Like there's a lot of imitations out there. There's a lot of um, videos or I can help you to do's and promises. There's a lot out there, TikTok, all of these things out there, right? But just because they say that they can do it for you, are they really? And I see the proof in the pudding of Eva and her community that she has built. They, They are the proof in the pudding. They are all doing these things and they are all winning. So I'm, I'm trying to win too. And that free information can only get you so far. I guess that that's where it was going. That free information is great. It's wonderful. You should still do it. If you absolutely can't do the lion thing, please go get some of that free information in um, one of her Facebook groups. But that can only take you so far, that free information. And so beyond that, you can't expect to just get all the game for free. So you've got to put put what I, there's a phrase. I don't know. Put your money skin, where your mouth is. Skin in the game. <laughs> yes. And once your skin is in the game, you perform at a different level. I promise you will. That once you know that reoccurring payment coming, you go, okay, here I come. <laughs> yes. That's right. No, nah, I love it. I love it. I just wanted you to, you know, to share with them uh, because, you know, we, even I've been saying it, 
And we don't just say it because we, you know, we live it, right? Because we, Eva and I are constantly reinvesting, um, you know, even more so because she got more money than me. But, um, (laughs) but, you know, but, but the principle still is there to, you know, we got to invest in order to get the harvest, right? You you want, you want the fruit from the tree? You got to first plant the seed in the ground and, and water it and nurture it for you to get the fruit. You don't just... You know, they ain't just handing out what they say. Money don't grow on trees. <laughs> no. No. Oh, man. OK, Eva. So uh, please wrap us up. End it for us. Talk to the people, Eva. Well, first off, thank you, Marissa, for sharing your testimonial. It's definitely it's amazing. It's amazing. And to be able to go from a twenty four point nine nine percent interest down to an eight percent interest if y'all been following my social media and she posted all about this, I'm like, oh, we're not done. That 8% interest is definitely a win, but we're about to take it to a 0% interest. Mm. Yes. Yes. We can definitely make it happen. It's just going to take some work, being consistent, following the game plan. Yes. Adjusting when life throws us curveballs. But because you're in this right space in the community with my coaching, like, let's be real. Your level of confidence, if life throws us curveballs, guess what? We got Eva to help us figure it out and to restructure. And that's what it's all about, guys. That's what it's truly all about. They've got me for 12 months. Look at your life and what's happened in the last 12 months. Imagine if you had somebody in your back pocket to coach you when something went wrong. Oh my gosh. Who do I, Eva, who do you have in your network that can help me do this, that can show me to do this, that can help me with this type of growing my business, whatever it may be. That's one of the things that you get inside this program. So I'm just super grateful and honored to be able to coach you because just because I'm the coach doesn't mean everybody listens to what I say. So first and foremost, thank you for allowing me to be your coach. Thank you for executing. Thank you for being coachable and doing what I am recommending because of your testimonial, you're going to inspire somebody else. If not one person, very many across the world, because these are the stories. These are the different levels of success that people need to hear that it's truly real. And yes, definitely super excited about, you know, the, 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 the launching and the consistent building of the spices, the catering guys, you attended little world's graduation party. They catered the entire thing. Everybody loved it. Food ran out. Andre was like, yo, I have never seen like this many people like literally grub. Like there was a little bit of mac and cheese left. I'm like, somebody must have hit it just for me. Um, But super, super excited about about having you cater some more of our events and just, you know, having you fly, fly into the world and helping others as well. So, yes, guys, definitely um, you need to have some events catered. Um, Tap into me. Tapping a Marissa and Andre, you want to get your hands on their spices. Definitely. What's the website again, Marissa? TITBflavors.com. There we go. Say it slower. Say it slower. TITBflavors.com. Yeah, that's T is in Tom, 
I, T is in Tom, B is in boy, flavors.com. Yes. Yep. Okay. All right. So, hey, you know what, guys? Amazing episode. Thank you, Marissa, so much for joining us. Thank you guys for listening. And we will see you on the next episode. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of Empower You Financial with Eva Palacios. One of the things that Eva enjoys most about being in personal finance is seeing people win. So if you are looking to improve your credit score because you're ready to make a major purchase, get better rates, or start living life on your own terms, visit Eva at evaempowers.com and schedule a consultation with her so you too can live life empowered. Thank you.